thank you so much for listening to another episode of Unveil the Sale. I hope you have had an awesome week so far. Today, I wanted to talk to you guys more about overcoming objections. So I know we've talked about this in the past, and it's obviously a huge tool that we need when we're in bridal sales or just sales in general. And I just wanted to share four common objections that brides give, and then we can kind of talk about creative ways to overcome that. Because a huge part about being in sales is knowing how and when to overcome the objections. So think about overcoming objections like you would, you know, like you're helping your bride problem solve. Ultimately, we always want what's best for our bride, right? So above all else, we remain honest and we remain genuine. And I know we talk about that a lot in these podcasts, and that is pivotal in closing the sale. That is pivotal in building the relationship. And that's pivotal in gaining your bride's trust. Because as a professional, you often know which gown she's going to pick before she even realizes it. So gently nudging her towards the one by being able to overcome any of her objections she throws at you is what our goal should be. So once she sees what you have seen all along, then she'll feel secure in her decision. And then you can confidently close that sale. So we kind of always need to be thinking a few steps ahead of our bride, which I know we talk about that a lot too. So when we answer questions, when we overcome objections during appointments, we need to become overcoming objections with a purpose, right? We need to be overcoming the objections with the goal of leading her into the sale. Like we're kind of soft closing her every time we overcome an objection. So let's talk about four of the most common objections that I'm sure that you guys have heard every single one of these. And I just want to, you know, give you a creative way to respond to this. And obviously you can adapt these creative ways into your own style, but basically kind of take what I'm sharing with you guys and adapt it, adapt it into how you're going to overcome these objections from now on, because I guarantee you, you guys all get these objections uh, from brides all the time. So the first objection is when your bride says, I have time, so I'll come back in a few months to buy. That happens all the time, like all the time, (laughs) especially nowadays because brides have so many options and because they do see gowns on social media constantly and Pinterest and all those things. I mean, they're literally looking at dresses the second they get engaged. Their engagement is a year long. It could be two years long, especially now with COVID, like nobody knows when their wedding is going to be. And usually it's pushed kind of far out. So I think this is a huge objection that a lot of you guys have always gotten and are possibly getting even more often now. So my response to that would be, I'm sure you have so many things on your to-do list. It's going to feel so good to check this huge task off the list and being able to move on to another task will be so freeing for you. So that's a huge one. We have to put it into perspective that, you know, there's a million and one things your bride has to do. If she found a dress that she loves today, even though it's early for her to buy, even though she doesn't have to buy yet, 
we need to basically put into perspective and say like, no, you don't have to buy right now, but if you found the dress and you love it, why wouldn't you check this off your list? This is literally like the big, arguably the biggest decision on the wedding planning period. Like there's never going to be a time where it's too early to buy your dress. So we need to convey that to our brides in a good way to put that into perspective is to let them know that it's a huge task that they can check off their list. So another thing that is helpful when a bride gives that objection is I like to also point out that they're the centerpiece of the whole entire wedding. So once they finalize the gown, the rest will fall into place. And that makes sense, right? Like you can tell her like, and she might even say, I haven't even picked my venue. Like, I don't even know like what the vibe is. And like, I usually am like, girl, you are the vibe. Like you're the vibe. You get to pick your dress and what you look like. That is the most important thing people are going to be looking at. Your dress is going to be in every single photo. Like you can plan your venue off of your dress. You can plan your flowers off of your dress, anything off of your dress. Like you are the centerpiece. So also put that in perspective for her. If it's a situation where they've already booked their venue and she's like, oh my gosh, I booked the venue. My venue is like a Spanish, like outdoor, like vibe. And this totally gives me like vintage, like classic vibes. You can just be like, you know what? If this is a dress you love, if this is a dress that you feel the best in and you feel like a bride in, you can incorporate this into your venue. Like you can make it work. We can add some more classic elements into the actual decor. And there's so many things you can do. So basically we need a problem solve that for her by letting her know that it's never too early to buy your dress. If you feel this is the one you cried, you envisioned yourself walking down the aisle to your fiance in that gown, then this is your gown. It doesn't matter that it's early. So we need to convey that to them, put things into perspective for them. So the second major objection is a lot of brides will say, this is the first place I have looked. I wasn't ready to find my dress so quickly. So I usually, I'm a joking person. I like to just have fun and be very lighthearted. So my response to that was always, well, you weren't planning on finding your husband when you met him either, but look at you now, like kind of joke about that, you know, where it's true. Like you don't always have to be expecting good things for good things to come, you know, explain that to your bride. And you can explain too, like, I'm sure you dated a lot of guys before you found the one, right? Like, that's the way the dress is going to be. Like you don't have to, it doesn't, there is no rhyme or reason on when or how, or how many dresses you're going to have to try on before you find the one. Like it just, you just know when it's the one. So I like to point that out to brides too, because they're like, you know what? You're right. Like, it's so true. Like I wasn't planning on finding my husband and, and there he was and look at us now. So it's, basically something, again, we have to put into perspective for her. Um, a lot, something else I would say to my brides too, like if that wasn't really getting them, if I try to make that joke and they're just kind of like, <laughs> nope, then because <laughs> some brides don't like that, you know, um, then I would let her know that a lot of people think that wedding dress shopping is supposed to be hard and it's supposed to be a long drug out process, but I'm here to tell you today that it's not it should be fun. It should be exciting. So consider yourself lucky to have not been wasting your vulnerable, your valuable time 
and going to 10 different stores. Like that's not fun. That is not fun trying to like try a million and one dresses on. So consider yourself lucky that we found it today, that you had a great time. And like this process was everything you wanted it to be. You can even ask her like, did you have a great time today? Was this process everything you thought it was going to be? And she could be like, yeah, it was awesome. And they'd be like, okay, so like, what's wrong? You know, like, I don't see a problem here. <laughs> so basically, again, when we're overcoming objections, our goal is to put things into perspective for our brides. We want to gently nudge them to close the sale by putting things into perspective. So a third thing that brides always say, I know this is the one, but it's over my budget. This is huge. Always be sensitive and respectful of your bride's budget but talk about how you can reconfigure the overall wedding budget to work it in. We just talked about this on a previous podcast. It's definitely a fine line and you have to be very careful on how you approach this, but this worked for me like 98% of the time when we're talking about budget. But again, you have to be very careful with how you approach this. You have to be very careful about how you say this. So if a bride says that she knows it's the one, she is, her heart is set on it. I, I know this is the one. I can't imagine walking down the aisle and anything else. You can basically let her know at that point. I would say, okay, that's amazing. I'm so happy we found the one. Unfortunately, like I don't make the prices, but what I can do is let's talk about your wedding as a whole. Like, you know, do you have a budget that you set out for the whole entire wedding and then you allocated money to each area of the wedding to make sure that you stayed within budget? And she'll usually say yes. You don't have to ask her what her budget is. I, in fact, I wouldn't ask her what her budget is. That's none of our business, but we are just trying to get her to see that she sat down, she allocated this money this much money towards the wedding dress for a reason. She allocated this much money towards the flowers for a reason to the DJ for a reason. A lot of times brides allocate that money because they see it online where it's like, okay, 40% of your budget to be going towards your, your venue, you know, 20% of the budget should be going towards photography. So they kind of see these things that are just like spelled out for brides, but like, it doesn't have to be a one size fits all budget for your brides and for their wedding. And I know it takes a lot of time to sit down and write that budget out and where you're going to allocate those funds to. But again, that is not a set and hard, fast budget. And you can explain to your bride, you can say, I would never want to put you in a position to where you're going over budget. That is not, I will never put you in that position. I do know that you're telling me that your heart is set on this dress. So what if, you know, instead of thinking you're going over your budget, what if you just allocate your funds differently? Can you pull, and depending on how much the over budget the dress is, let's say it's a thousand dollars over budget. Can you say, you, I'd say, I would say to my bride, can we take $500 from floral and $500 from the DJ and make up for that thousand dollars and put it towards the dress? And a lot of times they'll be like, you know what? You're right. I can't do that. And honestly, if there's, if it's like, I can't take from the florals because I really wanted this. And like my, my florist already gave me a deal. Like she can't, I can't cut anything else out. You know, then you can be like, okay, well let's, let's talk about invitations. Like, problem solve this with her. And again, you don't need to know how much she's spending. You don't even need to know what her budget is. What we do know is how much over she is on the gown. 
And that's when we can say, okay, maybe pull 250 from four places. You won't feel 250 if you pull it out of, you know, your DJ. You won't feel 250 if you pull it out of your favors or any other area. You're not going to feel that impact of the 250. What you are going to feel is that you're walking down the aisle in your dream dress, the dress that you want to buy, the dress that you're in love with. You will feel that. And if you don't wear this dress, you'll feel that too. And guess what? In order to get this dress, you don't have to go over your wedding budget. You don't have to. Let's figure out where you can pull from. So again, be very cautious when you're talking about this and don't just come out and say, well, why don't you just pull budget from, you know, here and from there? Like be, be very cognizant that it's a process for the bride and she has to figure it out on her own. So we're not just going to necessarily come out and tell her to do that. We're going to say like, you know, as an overall budget, did you end up allocating money to like different areas? And then like, she'll be like, yeah, you know, I did. And then kind of go from there. Like basically it's a little dance that we're doing with her. We're trying to get her to put it into perspective and to realize that yes, you can afford this dress if you really want it. And that we don't want her to feel like we're, you know, overstepping our boundaries. So just be careful, be very careful with that. But I'm telling you, this technique works like a gem. Perfect this technique. If you need to practice it with your other stylist or, or whoever else, practice. Ask them like, oh, did that feel awkward? Or you can kind of feel when it starts to get awkward and tweak from there. But if you master that, you will be closing a lot more sales you will be upselling a lot more sales. Upselling was one of my very, like my specialties. I love upselling, but again, I upsell to brides without putting them in a bad position. My bride is always my first priority and I'm never going to want to put her in a bad position. So think about that. I like definitely take this in and that's something that, you know, I would definitely focus on trying to master. So the fourth and final objection that you're always, that we're always hearing is my mom, my sister, my best friend, my grandma, whoever it is, they aren't here. I need a way to show them. I need to wait till they're here to get the dress. I need to bring them back. Like all of those things. So I think that's definitely probably the main objection that brides give. And it's almost like a cop out. That's almost the main cop out. Like if they don't want to buy, if they don't want to close the sale that day, they're going to be like, oh my God, my best friend's not here. And like, we made a pact when we were like in second grade that we're not going to buy each other's wedding gowns. Like we're going to be there for that, you know? <laughs> so it's one of those things where you're like, okay, why did you come? Why did you come today without her? You know, which we're not going to say that to our brides. But if they say that, decipher in your head, before you try to overcome this objection, think about, is this bride actually serious? Is she really going to buy today? And I know that most of us know that. Again, don't write anybody off because I've definitely been surprised in my day where I'm like, oof, I didn't think she was going to buy and she did. Don't write them off, but just consider how serious this bride is because I do feel like this is the number one cop out. So keep that in mind. But aside from the obvious, like overcoming the objection with the obvious, like sending pictures and FaceTiming and stuff like that, your response to them could be, I completely understand. If you made that pact with your best friend, like I totally understand. Like if we know you're a hundred percent positive that this is your dress, 
So let's get the boring paperwork and payment stuff and like all of that out of the way today. And then we can schedule another appointment to show your best friend the dress. We can do all the fun stuff with her. We can, you know, pop some champagne, like have a little party, but she doesn't need to be here for the boring stuff. You know, this is your dress. She doesn't have to be here for the paperwork and for the deposit and all that. Again, notice that when I'm saying this, I'm, I'm very much sliding over the fact of like the, de like the paperwork, the deposit, you know, the boring stuff like that. Like, I'm not going to zero in on the fact that I'm like, um, you have to do the paperwork and you have to do the deposit today. Cause she's going to be like, free she's going to freak out. She's gonna be like, no, I'm not doing that. Make it in a very lighthearted way to where it's like, you know what? I totally get it. Like, let's do it. Let's have a party girl. Bring her in. We'll pop some champagne. We'll take pictures. We'll do all the stuff. We'll do boomerangs, like whatever you want to do. Let's get the boring part over with today. Let's get you measured. Let's get the deposit put down. And then like, what day do you want your girlfriend to come in or your best friend to come in? And if you're asked, so we're basically like overcoming her objection. And then we're asking her, what day do you want her to come in? And then she'll be like, okay, that's great. Um, let me text her and see when she's available. Okay, cool. So text her. She'll say, oh, she, you know what? She can come in next week on Tuesday. Great. Let me schedule that for you. In the meantime, I'm going to grab my tape measure and the paperwork. I'm going to come measure you. You know, the deposit is 50%. Would you like to pay that on like with card or cash? Like however, and then, you know, go from there. Assume the sale. Like we've talked about, assume the sale, make the appointment for the best friend to come back, make it a reality make it exciting. Like, okay, we're totally going to do all this stuff when she comes back in and then you guys can leave. Then you can go celebrate and have dinner or something together. You don't have to stick around for an hour doing the paperwork, measuring, paying, like all of that stuff. Again, spin this stuff in a fun light, spin this stuff in like a good way, overcome those objections to where it's like alluring for your bride. Like, oh my gosh, you're right. Like I would love to just come in do the fun stuff and leave. Like I'm here right now, might as well take care of the boring stuff, you know? So again, take these four objections. These are like the most common objections. I know there's thousands more objections, but these are ones you're going to get all the time. Take this advice, take these things, spin it as you want to. A lot of times you'll, you know, use it with one bride and not another, but you can always kind of piggyback off of the sentiment and like, basically tweak it to your bride's personality and to even to your personality and what you're comfortable with saying and everything. But next time you hear these objections or anything like these, just be confident, put your problem solving hat on and close that sale. Cause that's, that's all it is. You guys, we just have to put things into perspective, be confident, like problem solve for your bride. Let her think she's deciding it, but we're like, basically like, you know, telling her. <laughs> so anyway, enjoy you guys. If you have any objections that you're getting that you just really do not know what to say, you don't know how to handle it. Email me at Sarah at DesireeHeartSock.com. I will definitely email you back with some creative ways to overcome those objections. If you guys need help with that. Um, but other than that, I hope you have a wonderful week and we will chat next week. Bye.